Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by Betsperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. Back home in the cave, uh, in in uh, living, uh, you know, living well, uh, excited for week 16 of the NFL. Week 16, Andy. Week 17, my God. Week 17. Week 17, week 17 of the NFL. I'm in, I'm in the recording studio for <laughs> yeah. Hunter, Hunter B. Hunter B. is a two-time COVID, COVID fighter here. <laughs> Feel better. Hopefully hopefully it's just the, the variant. The you know, like, variant, again, yeah. we haven't said this in a while. We are not virologists. But lately, these new variants have been very symptom light. So hopefully it's good because I know a few people who had it rough. I had, I had a buddy who basically got told like, Hey, you, most people whose oxygen levels hit with, with yours hit leaving a body bag. Like he was, he was in a bad way for two weeks. So hopefully this is the, this is the trend, the newer variants, whatever we're mutating to are very light on the, uh, no worse than, than, and then you can get people from two years ago. So I told you it's just a cold. <laughs> that'll be fun like don't go on facebook That's oh <laughs> don't go on facebook yeah. i don't know why we yeah i don't know why we went down this road um, right away. Hunt, hey, Hunter, you, this is your it's fault. like you're you were talking about you shoveled snow today and here you are in your toucan shirt uh, i love the spirit oh god um, yeah i know so I, I i didn't want to do snow last night it snowed and the kids were being awful so instead i went to the spider-man movie which was good no spoilers. It was very good. It was well done. Wife, wife loves those, so she enjoyed it. And I said, you know, I'll just wake up early and do the snow. And I woke up at like 5 15, 5, 5 somewhere when my wife gets up and I looked at my phone and it was 10 below zero. I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said you know, I, I bought this truck. I could just That's drive Fahrenheit over the snow. for you, by the way, if you're yeah. a European or Canadian listener. Yeah. You're talking about Fahrenheit, right? Yeah, I, I said, yeah, I can just drive right over the Actually, snow. is minus 10 Fahrenheit and Celsius pretty close? Minus 40. Minus 40. Minus 40? They cross at 40? They cross oh. at minus 40. A little fun oh. fact. Already oh. learning stuff, guys. But yeah, so I, I went. I actually went home after lunch and did it in the heat of the day when it was like two, two above. But yeah, the snow has been snow blown. My driveway is clear. And we're going to get into week 17, which is not the end of the NFL season anymore. It is the, the penultimate week. We'll look at us both <laughs> busting up penultimate. And 24 teams remain alive or have already clinched playoff spots, yeah. which is if this were a, wild. Yeah, if this were a dramatic TV series, this would be the week that they kill someone uh, in, you know, to really drive the uh, the speculation about how they're going to end the season. So we are going to eliminate some teams, Andy. There will be some teams eliminated, specifically in the AFC. There will be some teams truly eliminated. Uh, particularly well, there are some. The we, we've team. joked about this, like, hey, this is a playoff game. This is a playoff game. There are some that are for sure, you know, uh, elimination games. If you betwixt some of these teams and a couple of, they're not really, they're not really exciting uh, elimination games. It's like, yeah, you're both alive, but you're like seven and eight, or like, you know, yeah. technically Washington is alive for mm. a playoff spot at six and nine. Mm. Like they would need. So many things. It would be similar to that tweet you saw, like in week ten about the the Lions, where hey, Denver, if all this stuff happens, yeah. yeah, Denver's alive. Like the, some of these teams are 
alive, but they're deep dive eliminated, and we'll get to those. When yeah, we get yeah. To them. Did you see Miami can get the two seeds still? Yes, I mean a lot can that happen. That tripped me out while I was trying to do the math on that, and it's the actually Titans, not even that implausible. The Titans, Bengals, Bills, Colts, Patriots, and Dolphins. None of those have clinched a playoff spot. Mm. The mm. only AFC team that it's technically clinched is the eleven and four Chiefs. In the NFC, it's a little different. All the way down, it's Packers, Cowboys, Rams, Bucks, and Cards are in. They've not all clinched divisions. Some of them have, like the uh, the Packers, Cowboys, and Bucks have clinched the division. The NFC West is up for grabs yet. But uh, yeah, looking like probably Niners, Eagles, if I had to guess. But NFC up for grabs. NFC West, really? And <clears throat> NFC West up for grabs. Okay. I mean, it's it not clinched, of. but is it up for grabs for real? I don't know, dude. The Bills lost to the Jaguars at one point during the season. I'm not putting anything out. I'm not putting anything out of the realm of possibility. Okay. Although, like the Rams do get a team that's floundering this week, and the Cowboys get eight, or the Cardinals get the Cowboys, who people think are very good right now. So, yeah, I got uh, about 15%, it, it, might, it might just be. Uh, I got a fifteen percent chance here for the Cardinals. Um, yeah, I, it's up for grabs in the same sense that the Steelers are alive for a playoff spot. It's it, it could happen. There are things that can make it happen. I mean, the, really, the Steelers, it's not that crazy even, really. No, the the, NF, the AFC is pretty wild. So should we uh, – we got no buys. There's no buys again. We got a shitload of games. Let's dig into them right away. Okay. Let's, let's find right. one. Let's do let's it. Let's talk Vegas indie. Um, I saw – I was going through some old videos of ours, one from like a week ago and a couple of Colts. And I don't like arguing with people – whose names and avatars are like, you know, Pittsburgh Steelers, six rings forever. And it's just like a bunch of Steelers stuff. You know, it's like those people aren't going to be reasonable to argue with. And but it's there, especially weird because if you say six rings forever, you're basically like, we're never going to win another Super Bowl. Yeah, that, that's fair. It was just a yeah. shitty, shitty spit by me. But, <laughs> you know, there's a couple of, it was like bleed blue and it was a Colts logo. And these guys yeah. were, they were thinking we were too hard on the Colts. And I almost said like, buddy, I've got Colts to win the division. I got Colts to win the AFC. When were we I'm, hard about on the Colts? I think we're, they basically implied us along with the rest of the media have been too hard on Carson Wentz. He's been good. And he, we said Carson Wentz has bad turnovers. I, he doesn't. Carson Wentz has bad turnovers that almost happened. <laughs> I went, and I, I went and looked he has at bad his, plays that luckily have not turned into turnovers, right? Yeah, I've I've yeah. looked. At, he's only thrown like uh, I think it was six picks or something ridiculously low. But his turnover worthy plays, I went on PFF, looked at that. His turnover worthy plays were pretty high, considering his dropbacks in fifteen games. Um, so Mac Jones in fifteen games has dropped back five hundred and two times. What do you think Wentz has in the same amount of games? What was Max number again? Max number. Mac, who we've talked about all years, they're babying him. It's a running team. Mm -hmm. He only threw the ball three times in one game. Mm -hmm. 502 dropbacks. Okay. Uh, it's not fewer. Like, nobody's as fewer. Oh, it's not? Oh, no. It's, 550. Yeah, it's, it's just like 508. It was dangerously oh. close. Like, it's okay. the same thing. Okay. okay. That's what we're saying, like, the amount of turnover worthy plays he's had in a season where they've kind of said, we're going to just run the ball behind this line. Don't do anything to kill us. Mm -hmm. And Michael Pittman has taken a big step forward. It's, it's a, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it's like it's players just, like, uh, like like Josh Allen and Brady are probably closer to seven hundred. I would guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did look at I looked at Brady's. It was quite a bit higher because they you know <laughs> they throw it they throw the ball they throw. All I mean that's your extreme example. Brady delightful. throws it a ton. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean. I, I mean. Press. I mean. Excuse me. Uh, Carson Wentz, um, by basically any objective measure, uh, is having a very average season, and even that is glossing what could be bad uh, in the same way that, you know, Joe Burrow is having a very good season and that is glossing how he's been a little unlucky. Um, so yeah, he has uh, too many interceptions yeah. for what he's like. Those two should even out either way. Like that was just a, a long way of saying is I like Indianapolis. Yeah. I've bet on them to win the division, to win the conference. I'd love to see this game just be absolutely one way traffic. And I, I think we can probably get there just the, the way they are playing right now. And this was a weird market. Like this was a market where, hey, guess what? The quarterback's got COVID. It goes from seven to one. Oh, and then it goes off the board because they're like, hey, guess what? We might change the rules. Like literally an hour later. Hey, guess what? The NFL, we might just change the rules later in the afternoon. And then they do change the rules. And now Wentz looks like if he can pop some negatives or just one, I think, he can play. Uh, it's not. It's not, it's not actually even true. Yeah, I think he doesn't even get he doesn't even have to get tested. He just has to not have a fever. According to this, yeah. again, this is, I think he just has is, to be first symptomless. Of all, first of all, so fucking stupid that here we are trying to figure this out on the fly and bet on these games. It's annoying. just absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. And it is basically self-report no symptoms. Self-report no symptoms and or self-report symptoms waning and no fever. Is what Chris it's like, it's like when the teacher would let you grade your own papers. But like, yeah, oh I did God. really well on this. I got another A. Very well. Oh, weird. Very well. On this yeah. Assignment. So symptom I'm, reduction. Yeah. In, it, unless unless something happens where he actually has a bad yeah. strain and he is physically yeah. too sick to play, he's yeah. playing. He's in. I yeah. think we we can say this number is probably pretty fair at this yeah. point. It's Andy. There's another way to put it. And if I want, if if you want me to simplify it, the new COVID policy. Honor system. Yeah. Like like when you have that coffee machine at work and it says 50 cents a cup and there's a little thing there. Honor system. Honor system. And nobody puts money in. And it's empty <laughs> at the end of the week. It's like, wow, we had a lot of coffee. We had no money, though. Um, but, uh, I mean, right. just break, breaking down the game quick. Yeah. I like the, the Raiders, over. Raiders have overperformed, and I, I do think that they will be able to try to run the ball. I don't know. The yeah, Colts, sure. run, Colts run defense has been fine. I, yeah. I, I liked what we saw Josh Jacobs last week. I think if they do a little more of that, I hate to ever say you need to be a balanced offense because that's horse shit. But when you have a good <laughs> running back and you seem to have some decent run scheme, use him a little more. Are you sure he's good? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's sometimes it's opponent based. And, okay. yeah, you know, it, it was, uh, you know, last week was Denver was weird last week. Wouldn't you say that was yes, yes. That was a, they, a they must have had some weird stuff going on with just like a couple of the wrong pl- players, a couple of wrong pieces out. Uh that game should realistically that they should have won that game like 24 17 ish. Yeah. Uh I don't know what happened really. Um I think Papa, I think Wentz plays. I think this overgoes. And I think it doesn't matter with Wentz or not. I think they're going to lean pretty heavily on the strength of their O-line, and they're going to run it down the throat of the Raiders' defense. I think the Raiders' defense is pretty sus. Uh, and 
you can yeah i don't think there's going to be many stops in this one i think this will be a pretty wide open contest being played indoors uh fair price for me on this is 47 and again as we mentioned i'm basically because of this is now the honor system i think pretty much everyone's going to be back for both sides here darius leonard should play uh some of the defenders on on the raiders probably come back um but you know both both of these teams with a lot to play for i think you probably emptied the playbook to a degree uh, i think in general i don't see the um colts being able to manifest much of much of a pass rush that really unwinds Derek carr's performance uh and um uh you know maybe the maybe the um uh the one x factor of waller not being on the field tilts us slightly in the balance that's, of the colts that's, but, yeah, that's the last uh, piece like of the over. puzzle he's been out he's been out and now he has covid and i think it might be too late in the week for him to on our system his way back in or i don't know Again, i think that's I, true too yeah i, I mean do, what do you think of the over though just in a vacuum like if everybody's out there for both teams except for waller what, what's your take and on the, the, the biggest part was like teams should be able to run on vegas but instead you know the and really the coaching sucks in denver drew locks sucks drew locks not helping the running game at all by being decent but they they only ran the ball like ten times last week. It was it was a weird idea of an offense for Denver. Like Denver should have scored more. The Raiders should have scored more. It was just a bad game. I yeah I'm I'm with you. I can get down for this over. Okay, all right. Should be fun. Should be entertaining. Very much kind of looking forward to that game. Let's move on to a game that I will not be watching. <laughs> The Giants are playing the Bears. Wow. Talk about a disaster of matchups between franchises that we really just uh, really just uh, a suspect head to head here. Um, If Andy in a vacuum, if I were to say you have the uh, you know, the the, you have to choose to be you you can only be a Giants or or Bears fan for the next 10 years of the only football games you'll get to watch. Uh, which which fan base are you joining uh, between these two? Which which fan base is, is in more dire straits in terms of being able to produce entertaining football over the next 10 years? Man, they both have such a rich tapestry of history. I know. Um, I mean, Hallis Hall and yeah. some of those teams from way back, and then the Giants yeah. are a very – oh, man, that's a tough one. The Super Bowl, just... Shuffle Bears, Ditka. Yeah, there's a lot to like about oh, Chicago. Man. Giants, the, man. The, the Lawrence Eli Taylor. And, 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 and the, and, the uh, 80s Giants, yeah, the late man. 80s Giants, Phil Sims. Yeah, Bill Parcells. Oh, you know it's the Bears because yeah, I fucking man. hate Phil Sims. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just the Bears based on that. So I I would become a Bears fan. That would be fun. I'd go down there, have some hot dogs. Okay, but whatever. in sincerity, just maybe because they have some glimmer of hope in fields. I, and I really think I think yeah, that they're right now they're probably getting rid of the coach. Hopefully, pace as well. And I, they have you saw this. It seems you like saw it. it. Seems like they might not. Like, that I thought bad. that was fake tweets, but that seems real. That seems like real. Like hopefully that's just a mistake, and they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> take care of that. Get pace out of there. But if they get rid of if you get rid of pace, Nagy, go find yourself a decent head coach. You know, do some do some movement. In the mm-hmm. uh, offensive line department in the offseason, sure. I like it a lot. Um, what coach Bears do you want to pair with uh, young no Justin Fields? You don't have a you don't have a, a top of the line list like like call these three guys to pair with uh, Justin Fields to be a, the to really snap this franchise out of its funk. Dable, yeah. Dable, maybe. 
Yeah, I was gonna say Bianami. You know, I'd want an offensive guy. I think they're they have some. You know, the maybe the enemy is tricky from... because that's another uh, Andy Reid tree hire on the back of an Andy Reid tree hire that did not work. Dable is interesting because it's a uh, you know you're bringing him in with a uh, uh, another quarterback who has kind of dual threat. Um, I think I would have to go with Dable between the you know the who guys I would hire available. Who this is this is my hire, Pete Carmichael Jr. Well, that's of out of left field. Yeah, he's been the Saints' offensive coordinator since like '08, and it's a lot. It's a lot of, it's a lot of what's his face, Sean Payton, who I've said some things about in the past. But if you haven't sopped up some Sean Payton over 10, 12 years, and I think he was even before that he was with them and you know what he was with the chargers this is a guy who's been with sean payton for like 20 years that's we established this one time mm-hmm. he was actually with him in san diego back in the day like this guy should get a shot if they're gonna, if they're gonna give dave cully and joe judge head coaching positions find somebody who might have absorbed some fucking plus ev offense over 20 years and let him go with a young quarterback maybe he's just somebody in waiting for the Col- or the Saints job and that's not a thing but mm. yeah and it's funny Dan Quinn is getting like they they drafted a, and got some decent pieces in there Dan and I I, I don't want to shit on Dan Quinn cuz there are guys like this it's like hey this guy is a good coordinator bad head coach and when he's a coordinator and a head coach at the same time he's both a, a bad at both so I think Dan I don't think that's just you know luck I think Dan Quinn is doing some nice things down there but he should not get head coaching jobs. No, 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 no. Very much not. We've not um, even talked about this game, which is perfect. Yeah, no, and I have no opinion on this game. <clears throat> Side looks fair, total looks fair. Let's move on to Tampa Bay at the Jets, where the Buccaneers are 13-point favorites, and the uh, over-under of 45.5 seems a, a titch low. Um, Buccaneers are a kind of team that is going to line up and throttle the sad Jets, I would guess, but do you really feel like land 13 when all they the really need to do is punch January, W? No, yeah, they no, just no. need to get the, they, um, they do they do need to take this seriously. They can't overlook this. They're in oh, the yeah, midst. No you know, they're in the midst of a what a three-way tie with uh the Cowboys and Rams and they're at the bottom of the bottom of the totem pole there between those three mm-hmm. as far as tiebreakers as we sit right now. So they're the 4 seed. The Cowboys have a tough one with the Cardinals. The Rams probably get a W. Like you, you need this one to keep pace for for seeding. And obviously, yeah, they're Andy. They're two point or two touchdown favorites. They should win. It's not always how it goes, but the, the fact that they throw the ball in like seventy five percent of offensive snaps and the Jets' defensive secondary hasn't got any better, maybe worse throughout the season. Sure, like they, even without Evans, they were just like. It's great against a much better. Would you say the Carolina defense was overrated, but still a better secondary than the Jets? By an order of magnitude. Yeah, uh, by a lot. Like we we can say that the you know they were overrated. The Carolina Panthers are never were never going to be a good team this year, but they're still a lot bigger of a test than the Jets, even on the road here. So. Team totals can be like thirty. You want to bet that on a road a road game in the Meadowlands? Feel free, but I am full ass passing on this one. Yeah, and I think it's worth noting Tampa Bay if they win out against the Jets and against the who else they play the Panthers again. If they yeah. win those two games, then they're probably the two seed. 
but the two seeds not trivial because the NFC playoff picture right now looks extremely top heavy. Um, it is going to be very, very difficult for me to make a case that any of these wildcard teams quarterbacked by Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, and Trey Lance potentially. Trey Lance, yes. <laughs> it's going to be very hard for me to walk to the window and put a money line bet on any of those three guys on the road in wildcard weekend, which means this seeding is important because you as the two seed would much rather host the three seed Rams than go to LA where you got your brain beat in earlier this season uh, and or go to Dallas uh, where you're matched up against a team that plays a lot better at home than they do in the road. Um, so it's, I think it's pretty important for Tampa Bay's playoff future this year to get the two seed and what they need to do to get the two seed is win these two games. And in fact, if green Bay struggles or stumbles or, you know, f- you know, trips over their dick at all, uh, then you steal the one, which is pretty cool. Um, I guess actually Dallas is more likely to steal the one than you are. Uh, I'll have to figure out how that map Just works. Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. Tie Dallas. How does the math work that Dallas is more likely to get the one? All right, I'll have to figure that out. Um, yeah, Tampa Bay wins. No opinion on this. On the side. So when it when it becomes a three way tiebreaker, the rules are different. Yeah. So if it if it were a tiebreaker between the Cowboys and the Bucks, the Bucks would move up. But, but since the three, Rams are mixed in there, a and three the Packers, way, it's four way yeah. tie. Probably you're talking a three, about a, th- a three way tiebreaker. I, man, it still should be head to head. Or no, I I think three or more clubs is division tiebreaker in division out of division it's like conference games or something honestly it's so there's so much going on i'm not going to do this right now atlanta and buffalo here's another uh big favorites we're gonna have a few of these this week falcons eked one out against tim boyle and things should get much much tougher as josh allen and the coaching staff there, especially, really, I don't like to speak in cliches and hyperbole, but that was a statement game. After kind of being having your pants pulled down a little in a game you had every chance to win and couldn't win in the wind tunnel game, the fact that they just it never felt in doubt like they're gonna they're just gonna win this. The Bills have been a team that will run the score up even accidentally sometimes. Man, they they beat the Texans forty to nothing. They they do keep the foot on the gas. The fact that uh, I don't know the Beasley thing is up in the air now with the new rules. Yeah, he probably comes back. I think he probably plays. And um, I almost called him Isaiah Whitlock Jr. That's um, McKenzie. That's the Clay Davis Jr. That's the Clay Davis uh, person from the Wire. But Isaiah McKenzie, yes, he stepped in nicely. Looks good. Can. If that's oh good, they have another weapon. And yeah, this this Falcons this Falcons team not going to be able to recover those weapons. That's why we're looking at two touchdowns here. It's um it's not a game I'm getting involved with. Totals a little low though. Falcons can be a little squirrely in garbage time. Yeah, I thought the total was I I was expecting to get a higher number here, and I was kind of fired up to play an under, but forty under on the bot on the on the low side of forty four. This is an unplayable total, unfortunately. Um, doesn't yeah, I was look thinking like, like first half under, here. 
So like a first half under, second half way over, and the total's mm. kind of in doubt right at the end game. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, 14 and a half, again, way too big of a number. Realistically, it should probably be under two touchdowns, but am I going to take the Falcons in the spot? Nah, not really interested. There's better ways to play this board, in my opinion. Um, I still think the Bills are a very scary out in the playoffs, and their current situation is they are very likely to get the three seed. Uh, that is yeah. the most likely outcome for them. Atlanta very likely to get eliminated this week. So we can move on. Yeah, I forgot about that. Atlanta is... Is there wind and snow? I mean, That's generally this time of year there is, but I didn't hear of any uh, outstanding weather stuff. Let me look at it a little more Atlanta carefully. is your nine seed, technically, with tiebreakers. They're only, they only have to hop one team to make it in the playoffs. Being a 14.5-point underdog isn't a good way to start. Oh, it's going to be gross likely eliminated so maybe we do look at a first half under here it's gonna be gross yeah that might be driving some of this movement on the total sure sure well by some of this i mean all of it because it was at 1.45 you could have gotten under 45 that would have been a nice play arizona at dallas shouldn't have weather here yep cardinals let's so we we made our thoughts clear the other night about the cowboys they might not be as good as we think they are. They beat three bad teams, two bad teams in three weeks, beat Washington twice. The Giants are really trending downward right now. Those weren't – you still need to beat the teams on your schedule. you got to beat the bad teams, and making them look bad is nice too. But sometimes it can sway the market. And you're finally playing a better team, a playoff team, a 10-win team who is probably in the – low end of their market right now all things considered Kyler Murray has been a tough hang the last few weeks he's not throwing him he's not throwing any tutties he's throwing some picks uh, Hopkins is not coming back this week nor next week probably the weeks after that either I really doubt we ever see him again this season and Dallas's defense continues to play up I don't think that was a flash in the pan thing at all like we said Let's give Dan Quinn some credit. And, <laughs> and they, you know, they have the defensive rookie of the year, and they're causing some havoc in the in the pass rush here. So Kyler, very sackable. I worry about the pass rush versus versus uh that front and just how they compose themselves on offense. And I kind of like this under. Oh, we're going head to head then, because I played the over. Um Make I don't case. know if I love it as much at 51 and a half as I did when I... Yeah, I was going to say, now that it's been bet up... <laughs> now it's good, but I bet the shit up. Um, there were enough signs, I thought, about Dallas kind of being pretty comfortable offensively in that game and the fact that it was at home after a weird little stretch where they were kind of... Dis- they, were, they, had a, they had an unusual... A uh, couple of weeks schedule-wise, I thought, where um, they played on Thanksgiving, obviously. They play again the following Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get a big old break and go and play at Wash- you know, at Washington and then at the Giants. But a three-game stretch where they were at Saints, at Washington, at Giants, all kind of a d- little weird, disrupted December. They finally get home, and for that offense to be like legitimately flexing was you know, it was you take notice, and I don't think that was a fluke, and I don't think the Dallas is going to have a trouble repeating much of that success against this Cardinals team. That's not to say they're going to get a block punt touchdown. That's not to say they're going to get you know broken play touchdowns, things like that. But uh, can the Cowboys get thirty in this game? Absolutely. Uh, and can the Cardinals empty their playbook, play a little bit more aggressively with their backs against the wall? Absolutely. 
Um, I'm basically counting on a good Kyler Murray game here. Uh, if Kyler Murray is struggling at all, then this is going to be a, you know, this is going to be a nasty, um, you know, a nasty an watch ago. as an, yeah. No, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, the, uh, the Dallas defense, uh, again, not entirely buying it. Uh, they went up against a team that had some very, very, very bad players on the offensive line, and they looked absolutely amazing. That, and that's the thing, too. And we'll get to that when we talk to Washington, talk about the Washington game. They're missing some offensive line. That's not going to help. Mm-mm. No. But and uh, in I general, st- I still think they're good. And yeah, yeah this they're good. Is probably, but... This is probably the case. Like, I'm I'm fine feigning the Cowboys in the playoffs. I my worry is if if Kyler plays like he's been playing the last few weeks, because let's face it, those weren't great pass rushes at times. And it doesn't matter if you know this is a better offensive line than what Washington put together that day. This is a better quarterback than Washington put out there. But right now he's struggling, and now he's playing the toughest pass rush he's gonna have to in you know a few weeks without his you know without a star receiver if he struggles on offense we're gonna get this a second half like we saw not you know it's not gonna be a 30 a 30 point blowout second half where it's like how do we even look at this second half but it might be like hey the cowboys are up by 20 and this is gonna ruin this total like that that's what ruins this total is like some sort of if the cardinals don't come to play the total is going to be very, very chintzy, and I'm probably staying off it, especially now that I realize like you, uh, you've made a case for the other side. Okay, um, which to be fair, at a better number. Yeah, but you know, I yeah, fifty one is a quasi key at this range, so we'd tread a little bit more carefully. I I do think, uh, I do think that uh, this lands in the. I think. I think we're talking about a three-point game. I think the Cardinals are the right side. I think this is like 31-28-ish. If this gets to six, man, I'm going to have a hard time not looking at the Cardinals a little bit more. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, Cardinals lose this game. And the Rams beat the Ravens. You know, a receiver is a is a passer, Dan. I guess if he's throwing the ball, <laughs> maybe I don't. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's a thing. I don't either. Uh, it wasn't a thing when the punter got destroyed in the Punters Steelers game. People. You remember that when they were had that, or was Sorry, it a kick, kick? Guy was like a, a was it the punter or the the holder? Anyway, um, if we're looking co- for consistency in refing, we might correlated well parlay potential alert. Dallas wins. Rams win. Rams have secured the bag. They are the NFC West champions. Does Arizona rest Kyler Murray week 18? Do they take their bye week 18 against the Seahawks? I don't know that. What's their tiebreaker with the Niners? They have the clear, clear, clear win over the Niners. Clear. They're clear. They are locked into the five if they lose. Are are we sure they they beat the Niners twice? They beat them twice head to head. Okay, that's that's what I needed because the Niners could finish with the same record. They could finish. They could both finish ten and seven if they yep. lose lose. If they win win lose lose, but uh, Cardinals have both head to heads. Would they? Do they have a tiebreaker over the Eagles? The Eagles could also finish with the same record. You don't want to be dropping. That's worth looking into before you place this. I love these correlated parlays. 
especially when they pay out six to one. <laughs> but uh, it might be worth double checking. No, the there Eagles is a, are also eight yeah. and seven. There is a six percent chance that the Cardinals slip into the six seed. There's a zero percent chance that the Cardinals finish in the seven seed. Okay. Yeah, I'm, so I, guess, I, I like I like where your head's at. I think they probably do rest, especially. I, I think he's still banged up, and I think resting. I think be so too. A move. I, you don't want to put him at risk again. A meaningless game against the Seahawks, right? It may not even be about getting rest. It may literally just be about preserving his health. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna go. And, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play. Cowboys. I, and you know what? Rams and then add a little uh, week 18 Seahawks plus five Seahawks plus five. That's a feisty team. Do you remember we, we played, we played the Cowboys to win the NFC. Um, like what week five, we took a number there. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, I don't have a ton of NFC futures, so I'm cheering for the Cowboys to actually be good. I'd love for that to be the case. Healthy Dak, healthy receivers. And, McCarthy stays out of the way. I think it's a, it's a yeah. thing. It's a okay, thing. So that be a Ricky's thing. Ricky's bringing up a fair point about the Cowboys before we move off this game, or he, you know, he thinks we're wrong with the Cowboys. Let, let's let, let me make my idea of what to expect from them in the playoff environment crystal clear. Uh, a lot of the current enthusiasm about this defense, and the defense is playing great. Don't get me wrong, but yes, a lot yes, of the yes, current yes. enthusiasm is. Um, buoyed by the fact that they are still creating a lot of very lucky turnovers, stuff that doesn't happen when you play better teams. Um, Their schedule of late has been against very bad quarterbacks and teams dealing with COVID issues. Um, They, they did, they, their, their, their recent run of success where we're all remembering this defense is being all of a sudden totally solved and fixed was against uh, Trevor Simeon, Heineke twice and whoever the fuck started for the Giants in week uh, 15 was that from or doesn't or matter it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter who it was um, and so basically there's a slight market over inflated opinion of the Dallas defense that will not necessarily manifest in the playoffs at some point when they go up against a real quarterback in a more difficult situation guys like Diggs can be exposed if they're asked to go cover Devonte Adams if they're asked to go cover Antonio Brown, anyone, uh, the, if they're asked the to go cover, Coop, or... go cover Cooper Cup, like go that's cover, a, yeah. that all of a sudden this Dallas defense is going to be like, oh shit, we need to go score for score. And at that point in time, I am concerned about Mike McCarthy either pooping his pants in a high leverage situation <laughs> about kicking a field goal or scoring a touchdown or going for it. When is he going for it? He's a little chaotic. He's not exactly following yeah. kind of a structured analytical approach to things. Um, and his time management is always going to be a boogeyman that exists in his closet until proven otherwise. So, like, there are red flags about the Cowboys potentially, and they may not manifest until the NFC title game in Lambeau. And there may be, I may be maybe on this podcast in round wild card week of the playoffs. Like, we're laying it with the Cowboys. It's a great matchup for them against Team X. Like you know, it may be like it may be worth laying yeah, hosting Philly. Yeah, hosting Philly. Yeah, might, uh, yeah. We'll oh, take. By the, the way, we're... just really quick, really quick. The NFC playoff picture wild card weekend is going to be like it's going to suck. It's going to suck not just because of the young quarterbacks, but there's going to be a bunch of like recent rematches, which I absolutely hate. I hate it. We're probably going to get Rams Niners, and then. uh 
you know, another. Oh, you'll get Cowboys. You'll probably Cowboys, get like Cowboys, Eagles, Eagles Rams, Niners. And, and Cowboys, Eagles, by the way, play week 18, and then they'll play yeah. again wild card weekend. Rams, Niners play week 18, they're going to play again wild card weekend. I absolutely hate when that happens. Even the Cowboys uh, Cardinals rematch would make me pull my hair out. I absolutely hate when this happens. Don't pull your hair out. It's lovely. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. Okay, thank you. Um, so ultimately, that's, I guess, where I'm at with Cowboys. Like price being correct, you know, the price may be right to back overs with them in the playoffs to take to lay the points with them in the playoffs um but ultimately if they have to go on the road in a cold weather environment um i mean dream scenario cowboys utterly blast wild card weekend and like, divisional opponents they just blow them out of the water at beat home. the eagles by 20 yes beat the eagles go, by 20 go to la or host la go host host la and just throttle them and then you get like a under a field goal in lambo against aaron Rodgers. And we that's the it. dream that's the dream teamworks makes the dream work yeah so it's probably going to be a rematch though we're probably getting bucks oh I you know what i, I you know, can't complain I, about bucks packers i can't I claim about bucks game. packers and i'm going to think hard about it. if the cowboys are dogs to the buccaneers that's one that i'm going to think very hard about even if it's in tampa bay I'm I'm not even sure what Ricky's position is. Does he like the Cowboys? I think he thinks we're too low on them that they should be considered like Super I mean, Bowl contenders. Yeah, they're thinking I super. Think, I think down they in are. Jerry World. I, I don't I don't think it's like they're going to go to Green Bay and lose 95 times out of 100. Yeah, I no, just no chance. I, I I think getting a small number with Green Bay there is just that happened like that cash is 60 percent of the time and you should take that. So and and for sure I like. I like Dallas. So once again, I have a Dallas. I have a Dallas to win the NFC. <laughs> okay. Well, you're cheering for Dallas. All I, the only thing I have in the NFC right now is Bucks, but uh, I'm prepared to get involved. I'm prepared to bet a lot more on the divisional and AFC, uh, divisional and NFC playoff rounds than I usually and do. I think than we normally do. Yeah. yeah. Usually I'm pretty light in the playoffs and I'm just kind of riding features, but I'm prepared to go pretty hard in those. Go hard right. in the paint. All right. Here's another one. <laughs> Sam Darnold is back, Andy. Sam Darnold is back. Why does this game have to happen? Uh, I almost talked myself into betting this game this week, and then I reminded myself that it was Sam Darnold versus Trevor Simeon. I think Tyree or, or, or Hill. It'll be Tyson Hill. Right? Hill Tyson Hill. I've looked so uh, little yeah. at this game. I'm not even sure. I've I heard this, the. The fact that it's Darnold, but they might yeah. play other quarterbacks. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and assume seven is fair and leave it at that. <laughs> as long as it's not Ian Book, it's fine. And to be perfectly fair to Ian Book, he's also very slow, and that didn't help when he That's was true. getting run down by like linebackers who apparently were three steps faster than anything he could muster. He was missing offensive linemen. He was missing other pieces. That was just a Bad, bad spot for him. And then also he's not that good. Um, my last point in this game is everything we've ever said in the last few weeks about Davis Mills. And they said, like, maybe Davis Mills isn't going to be a starting quarterback for his whole career. But what he's doing as a rookie for a team with no expectations and putting on film might get him a 12-year NFL career as a high-end Mike Glennon-type backup. Or Chase Daniels. Oh, or I would take just... him over Glennon as backup. Oh tomorrow. no, for well, oh, it's, yeah, it's for such sure. a small, it's such a small for sample. Sure. I don't know yet. I would take him but... over the. He's got that guy paid as much as Taysom Hill's getting paid. I take him over Taysom Hill. He's yeah. He might and he might be good. He the, the, his ceiling is maybe a, a starter in the league, 
And but regardless, I think he's just putting this on film. He's earned himself like a ten-year NFL career, as they somehow do. Ian Book did the opposite. <laughs> Whatever the opposite of that is, it's like, oh, hey, he might yeah, get he a might... kick. He might get kick. They might kick the tires in the USFL this spring. We'll see. We'll see. I, I think I yeah. There is there is the XFL. That's something. Um, all right, let's move on. I have no other thoughts on this game. I, I don't think the Saints are in the playoff hunt realistically, although they could win out here. They could be Panthers. They could be the Falcons. And for all we know, they might be your seventh seed. It wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world. Um, let's move on to Philly at Washington. Eagles minus three. If you've been paying attention to this market, you will have noticed that Washington has taken money. And it's not, you know, it's not, uh, you know, uh, volume. This is sharp action on our on Washington early-ish in the week here. Um, Washington was a weird team that was bet a lot in the first half of the season when they sucked and couldn't cover anything. <laughs> and then they were faded aggressively and covered and won outright a bunch of times in the middle part of the season. And then they've been sort of supported lately and not done well. Um, in fact, three-game losing streak all in division do I have that right? Three games, or is it just the two? Um, it hasn't been great of late for Washington. They're losing their NFC East comps, and they, yeah, they lost to Dallas. They lost to Philly. They lost to Dallas. Now they presumably lose to Philly again. Um, but the people are backing Washington in this spot. Do you have a supposition as to what the angle is? Getting points at home, divisional game, getting players back. Heineke's not that bad. If there were ever a time where they were low in the market, it would be after a 50 to 14, whatever, ass whooping. They scored more than 50, didn't they? Was it like 56 14? 56 14. It was a 42 point margin of victory. Getting, yeah, getting the ever living shit kicked out of them has to hurt their market a little. The yeah. Eagles are a bit of uh, a team that's been in vogue all year, honestly. They've taken money in a lot of spots, even early in the season. And uh, it's a defense that struggles. It's a defense that struggles against the pass. I I don't know that maybe people aren't fully enamored with Hurts as a passer. And I like the passing. You know, I, li- I like the wide receiver core that they've put together compared to some of the f- previous years when it's been like, oh, my God, who's your best receiver that's not Hurts? like Aguilar like what's what's going on with this Greg Every Ward rookie. Jr. let's not slander yeah, Greg, Greg Ward Jr. Senior. Who is senior. Who is Greg Ward Jr. Uh, Jr. Who's senior? the racist senior. guy uh oh yeah Riley Riley Cooper, Riley Cooper. Riley he Cooper? was decent for part of yeah. one year but yeah it's it's a goofy spot like I I guess the, the people who bet it are saying that the Eagles with their young quarterback and their young receiving core can't take advantage of this Washington pass defense and a, a defense and a team in general is going to be getting some players back. They were missing a ton. They've had they've had two bad weeks for just injury and COVID luck. I guess I agree. This is not I a agree. game I'm betting. I'm not <laughs> running to the window to back the Eagles, but it's. Uh, hmm. And I really, I really do think, hey, you know what, Washington, you're getting some linemen back. You should be able to pass protect a little better. And this is. You know, Dallas is getting all the juice and all the talk, but Philly can get after the quarterback as well. So, like, I guess the run defense is the, you say, like, make Hurts throw, and you shut down all the, like, the nine running backs they use. That's something they've been able to do. Make Hurts throw is the game plan. 
and they don't think that that's worth three minus 20. I don't know. I can't really make mm. a strong enough case for either side here. <laughs> um, should we be live betting next? God damn it. Uh, they were losing the third quarter 25 to tw- 25 to five at one point, but now the, uh, the terrible backups room for the Pistons. Um, probably go live bet some Knicks if you're interested in an NBA bet. Um, the uh, the no action for me on this game. Uh, I definitely am curious to hear anyone who really loves the Washington football team and why. Um, I will try to get to the bottom of that. Maybe there's an, maybe there's somebody out there with an angle. Uh, but for me, I'm just uh, kind of riding. I have a little bit of Eagles to make the playoffs at a nice price. That'd be fun. Um, and uh, it would be a real shame if the Eagles buggered that up at this point. Um, although tonight. that would take Nick Sirianni out of the coach of the year race discussion. Uh, let's move on to Casey at Cincinnati where we can spend a little uh, bit more time. Okay. The gem, the gem of the day. Interesting that this is in the one o'clock slot when this is the best game of the weekend by far. Um, we have yet to see Joe Burrow take on Pat Mahomes. This feels like a, a, an important rivalry from the quarterback standpoint for the coming years, as it looks very clear that the Bengals have found their guy. Yeah. And it looks very clear that Pat Mahomes is the guy for the Chiefs. I don't think anyone would just that. <laughs> takes, okay, okay. takes come through. Okay, hot takes. I should have I should have warned you. Should have warned you. Want you. Me to be um, for this? Uh, my gut read on this one on Sunday was let's take the points. It's uh, drifted. Yeah. Dog over. Dog over. It is drifted and it has gone up. The going up was entirely predictable. The drifting was a surprise, maybe even a pleasant surprise. Um, I am not. It's there are probably some old school sharps out there who are looking at the Bengals and they're like, uh, "You just come off a huge win like that against a divisional opponent, and you're a young team that hasn't proven anything. You tend to uh, pee down your leg the following week when you go up against." a real contender it and happens. the chiefs are real contenders who have done it before and who are legit. And the, this is a prove it game. This is a playoff tune up for the chiefs. Um, and Oh, by the way, the chiefs are playing for something because a loss takes them out of the one seed, presumably uh, conditional, of course, on what happens with the Tennessee Titans. Um, so Kansas city has some motivation here. Kansas city is playing better defense of late uh, Kansas city's offense had a explosion at long last against a team that wasn't the Raiders. Many claiming they're back. Uh, However, uh, I kind of like a lot of the matchups in this game for Cincinnati. And if I'm going to go to war with a dog against the Kansas City Chiefs, the fact that they're home, that's a nice bonus. The fact that the Bengals have three wideouts that can all create separation and catch the football and make plays on their own, that's a bonus. Um, and anytime you're backing a dog against the Chiefs in the Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid era, you just need need some relative certainty that the team can go score for score. And I think the Bengals are that team. And I don't think Joe Burrow is necessarily going to shy away from uh, this potential opportunity to continue to build on the momentum from that win last week. And- I'm almost pissed that they did that on offense. Like you yeah. joked about like somebody had to do it eventually to Baltimore. Like if you're going to roll this, this, you know, C grade 
fucking secondary out there, somebody's just gonna light your ass up. And yes. it was it was nice to see a, a young quarterback with a very fun receiving and tight end and running back core do this. But boy, it didn't. I was pissed. I'm like, man, is this game gonna open like goddamn three and a half now or what? Because I I agreed. I wanted to take the points at home here. This total has gotten steamed up. I know some people are already on this over. I like that as well. I th- I think I'm just going to be fine with bucking the market here and taking the points. The yeah, let me are... ask you. Power number standpoint, does this check out? My power numbers are really confused the last couple of weeks with the uh, – how, how do you fully do that at the player level with some of this COVID stuff? Everybody's but it, it, gonna be available for this. Yeah, time. I'm. I'm. No, that's what I'm saying. It's it's been a struggle the last couple of weeks, but I make it like three and a quarter, three point five. Like yeah. it's 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 sure. too strong. It's too strong of a number right now. I'm fine with this. It's at home, Burrow. I don't think Burrow's gonna get caught up in this moment. If you want to go narrative town, like some people, go like, oh man, town. this is this is the Chiefs. This is Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. This is a tough game. Like he's been fine. Um, and yeah, and, and again, this is a good call by half. Like, since he in comeback mode is live over, like, if since he gets down early, live over is just Casey, mash, mash. Mode. Both teams, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't, right? Does any any team gets up by like 10 or 14, you yeah. might want to look at a live. Um, over. yeah, it, and honestly, like, I will be playing this one live for sure. The idea oh, of sitting on, I, I can't, I mean, uh, Cincinnati. Can they put away a lead against Kansas City? No, I mean, it reminds me of the Browns game. Remember the Browns game early in the yeah. season when the Browns yes. were good? Yes. No, I mean, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to try to be like, oh. That was the, a lot, Bengals, a lot of Bengals. that was blocked punt, I thought. That stinks, but that sort of stuff happens. Um, we yeah, I'm, I'm, since, man, Anthony is all ahead of us in the weather this week. Is that going to be that bad? I didn't. I looked. I actually did look at this one. I didn't think the wind was going to be horrible. Seeing thirty-three degrees, twelve mile an hour winds. Snover, snover. Hmm. Um. Well, I. You know. I just. You know. There's. There's a lot in the back of my head that. Okay. okay I guess let's talk about the arc of the Kansas City Chiefs season. Right. I would love to actually go back and clip some of the. Uh, kansas city preview <laughs> particularly because no, we were literally like their schedule is so imbalanced they got to play every contender out of the gate every one of these contenders spent all summer planning for how you're going to beat the kansas city chiefs they took everybody's best shot they got beat up they had some injuries and we kind of knew that there was going to be a buy low on these guys and without a doubt it was as clear as day uh when you know their schedule turned and they're all of a sudden they're playing the likes of the the Giants and the Washington football team and the Raiders, you're like, okay, here we go. Like, it's going to turn around. Um, And I think the market has swung too far to a degree. Uh, And too many people now are power rating this team like they are the clear best in football and there's no blemishes. But some of the issues still exist. Uh, They still, you know, some there's a lot of the second, you know, the, the, support guys stepped up and played well in the last couple of games in absence of Kelsey and Hill. But those guys are all still huge question marks in terms of are they going to do it in a big moment. Um, I'm, I am still very suspect about this uh, um, 
this Kansas City Chiefs team ultimately uh, being as dynamic, you know, that it, there's there's to lose basically, which is what the AFC market would tell you right now. And getting the one seed obviously matters a ton. Um, but I will not be shocked if the Bengals win this game, clinch the AFC North, the Chiefs end up having to play as the two seed, and their path to the Super Bowl is more challenging through the AFC than people realize. Yeah. Does that and, seem I mean, fair? Yeah, fair, fair point here too. The Johnson Johnson had a nice stat line. It was buoyed a little by the fact that I mean, th- three of their three of the uh, longer drives were they were down twenty four to seven. I mean, it was still the first half, but you, you know, it, it was a lot of low win probability drives. Um, actually, had a really bad drive in the second half, but two two or three half-decent drives once they were down by multiple scores. So, like, I, I get it, Josh. And you don't have any tape on Josh Johnson either. Sometimes that stinks. Like, go look what uh, go look what our boy Mike White did one time, and then, oh, like, I'd love to see Josh Johnson play again against them. Like, do it again. Repeat that. Like, I, Not to say that the Chiefs aren't going to get I don't think the Chiefs get shut out. I'll, if you're going to do a hot take, I'll do a hot take. Like, uh, I – I think this is just a close game. I think it's a field goal game at the end. I think the Chiefs do win. I'd like the Chiefs to win and Tennessee to lose, so the Chiefs rest people next week. Another correlated parlay. Yeah, let's. That one. Uh, we'll we'll talk about it when we get to the second half of that one. Yeah. Um, but I actually not in you love actually. with that. Not in love with that correlated parlay just because I think I like both of the other sides. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> right? it's, a, it's a tough. It's a tough one to take. Yeah, it's a tough one to take. Let's keep moving. Uh, and we will talk about the Jags at two and thirteen, who um, almost beat the Jets last week, but ultimately did not. And by doing so, we're the winners of that game because yes. their draft position was improved. Um, I don't really know that the Jaguars are going to put up a fight in this spot. Uh, I think the Patriots realistically have a lot to try to get right about their offense, and this is an opportunity for them to do that. Jaguars really aren't going to be able to manifest much of a pass rush here. They can't really stop the run, and they don't really have anybody who can cover. Uh, Patriots are going to get a bunch of their wide receivers back. Uh, They're starting to get healthy-ish, and they can't afford to lose a game if they're going to be a wild card spot even. Um, 15 and a half points for Mac Jones to lay uh, is insane. Um, situational spot is bad for the Jags. Florida team going up to Patriots, uh, go up to New England uh, in the month of December. Never a great uh, place to go. Um, all that said, um, I would like to see Mac Jones just have a clean sheet. <laughs> That's all it's I want. Clean sheet. This the only thing I want <laughs> from this game is like Mac Jones, go lock up, lock up rookie of the year. That's all, all I'm going to be watching for is just don't throw any picks. Just 15 of 24, 200 yards, one touchdown, no picks, and maybe a 20 yard fraction. I don't think that's like, crazy. Uh, oh, God. I would just beside myself oh, if I could have that. So, and then that, that's the other thing, too. <laughs> the Jags are in a weird spot where the, they are currently looking for coaches. Um, I wonder how that affects the Bucs at some point, too. Arians has said he's fine. Oh, with sure. It, but, I, I like that a lot. If I'm if sure. I'm Tennessee, I'm I'm you know what I would do as like a, a way to get him? I would What's send that? those linemen from Marshall up 
Like when he comes in for the oh, interview, oh, yeah. have those have those guys carry him into the interview room like they did on that one drive. <laughs> I'm gonna go watch that after this. Dan's already got a YouTube video for me to watch. I haven't caught up yet. So I got a lot, of, I got a lot of stuff to watch after I'm this. I'm sure there's I a will, lot of younger listeners in our audience that no may idea. not know what you're talking about. Uh Byron Leftwich famously carried by the Marshall lineman, and then also famously a Jacksonville Jaguar. At one point in yeah, time, he was the quarterback was. of the Jacksonville Jaguars. That was so, um, yeah, he, his leg was okay to stand on and throw on, but he couldn't run down the field, like on a, on a, on a two minute drive and people carried him down the field. Like if you haven't seen that, it's worth watching. It is, it is something either way. Yes. We're, we're not betting this. This number is probably about right. I don't know, you know, what we're going to, if I had to bet this, I would bet the Jags. It's probably yeah. too many. I bet my power numbers say this is 12 or 13. Just the, the Jags have been better. It's it's not a great travel spot for them, but this is too many points for a team that just isn't going to put up big offensive games. They're going to run the ball a lot. They're going to win this by 14. And, and yeah. 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 Trent Balky, yeah, he might be in trouble too. Wouldn't be the worst thing to get rid of him. No. Miami at Tennessee is the other half of the KC – correlated parlay if miami wins and kc wins kc would clinch the one seed and would have no reason to play starters next week yeah they could take the double buy get people everybody healthy the dolphins are winning every week against teams like i'm just waiting for all the titans to get covid like on Saturday now. That's what <laughs> that's what this golf that's what this dolphins winning streak is but you gotta play Ian Book. Yeah, <laughs> like even the That's game, a, it's like, oh, we're an underdog. Brian Flores here. is not using uh, Brian Flores is using Belichick's old tricks from the early two thousands. Yeah, knocking out, uh, knocking out his opposition the 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 the, the crafty way. Um, uh, the uh, the AJ case, Brown bad bad man. He's a bad man, but I will make a case for the Dolphins here. Uh, I think the Dolphins outside of getting the um, the luck of the draw when it comes to COVID and player availability. Um, they match up well against this Titans team in a lot of ways. Okay. Uh, they want to matriculate the ball. And Tua has shown that he is like an ideal matriculator. Um, he's developing oh, time, some... Time out. Yeah, go ahead. That tweet I saw where I shared and said, the one guy says, two is like nine for nine on this drive. And I look up in there and they do a wide shot and they're on the Miami 35. <laughs> on 35. I was like, that is, I felt that. Yeah. No, they are, they are a dink and duck team. Uh, this is that a was not as good as the tweet you shared about John Madden and the ratio. That one was oh the, the ratio one was, your, one was that was good. my favorite well, I mean, tweet that, that you shared all day. Yeah, the biggest asshole on Twitter today was that doctor. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm, I'm a little quick. If you go look at that guy's profile, his yeah. face, he looks like he could be Zilbo's father. Ooh. He looks dangerously Ooh. like Zilbo. Go look at that. That's gonna stick with you. Um, but do continue about the Miami offense. Yeah, they match up well here. And God, the Knicks are up seven. That was quick. Um, the uh, the fourteen zero in the fourth quarter. The second unit for the Pistons, Pistons aren't very good. Well, the se- the second unit that they have because of the COVID absences is not uh, NFL. These guys are not NBA players. Um, they're I'm not even sure they're G League players. All that said, they're finally getting them out of the game. Thank goodness. The uh, um, the Miami offense. Decent matchup against the Tennessee defense. They can't really generate much pass pressure. 
Uh, Miami defense, good matchup against the Tennessee offense in that you can put Xavier Howard on A.J. Brown, potentially disrupt his impact on the game, and then let your pass rush, which is all of a sudden one of the youngest, hungriest, most excellent units in the NFL, get after it. Yeah, get after Tannehill. Really put some pressure uh, on, um, you know, really put some pressure on that guy. And I think Tannehill under pressure is one of my, He's 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 not good. He's one of the guys that really is starting to develop some, um, you know, some some, you know, different um, uh, characteristics under pressure in a clean pocket. Uh, he's not fared well in the absence of Art Smith this year when there's been pressure. Um, and honestly, the uh, I guess I'm not I am wary of the taking the fins plus three and a half here. And if if, if this was fins three, I would not bet this. I think I would I would pass. But the fact that you're getting outside of the the field goal I think is important. Um, and one of the reasons I'm a little wary of the dolphins is because they had a seven game losing streak where they played a lot of experienced quarterbacks and a ton of, uh, you know, a ton of, uh, just good players, yeah. Yeah, super bowl MVP, uh, you know, c- high caliber, uh, quarterbacks. They lost all seven. Then, the worm turned and all of a sudden they got to play okay let, let me actually let me let me qualify exactly who they got to play in a little bit uh more detail here you had two games against the bills you had a game against the bucks and tom brady you had a game against the colts the raiders the falcons and the one kind of inexperienced quarterback you faced on your losing streak was the jacksonville jaguars and trevor Lawrence. then all of a sudden now you get to play the Jets twice and the Texans, an injured Lamar Jackson, the Panthers, the Saints with Ian Book, the Giants. Like, there's so this has been one of the most unusually lopsided schedules we've seen in a long time. Yeah. And the fact that it's manifest as seven games of losing and seven games of winning, not that crazy. It's turned into from, yeah, they're not that bad. They're just playing tough teams to like, they're not that good. They played the Giants and Ian yeah. Book. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. Um, it's a it's a weird it's been a weird season for these guys, um, and ultimately, I still think this is uh, uh, a team that probably comes up just short of making the playoff field. Um, but I think they can compete with Tennessee this week, and at least maybe win, maybe lose by a field goal. I see a very small sliver of outcomes where they get run off the field. Sure. I like the under a little. I like yeah. what you said. I like the Dolphins' defense quite a bit. I think it matches up well here. And this Dolphins' offense is just not good. And I d- should give credit. Like, the, the New Orleans' defense played their ass off in a game they had no chance in winning. Like, that that was one of the best games that defense might have played. Like, and we'll just never know. Like, it, it was it was really good at times. Like, they really stymied them. But they were just never going to move the ball, so it didn't matter. So, like, I I do want to give them a little credit, but I don't believe in this Dolphins offense. I think the Titans, um, again, it's not a good defense, but a little bit of pass rush here and there. Tua always, somebody mentioned this. We talk about this in a chat. There's somebody bets this every week. Tua always throws one hilarious pick. Like, that's going to happen. So, it's a low total, but I'm leaning under. Okay. Yeah, I like the uh, I like the chemistry he's developing with Waddle. I like the um, in general there are the offensive coordinators are learning 
themselves how to call the game a little bit more effectively considering the weapons they've got yeah um so it should be a competitive game that's really all i can say like about that one. four decent tight ends yeah there you go um moving on to denver at <laughs> the chargers this is a this is Ooh. an elimination game it is probably the chargers wouldn't be eliminated mathematically at eight and eight there's no chance of that i don't think the broncos certainly would at seven and nine Maybe not even. The math is funny sometimes, but the Chargers, just the fact that the Raiders, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Dolphins, and the Browns and the Broncos would be 8-8 eight and eight then, too, if they won. Like, all those teams being so close, this would be very, very bad after a very, very, very bad outcome last week. Boy, mm-hmm. howdy. And, again, we have to give Davis Mills credit. We have to give that team credit for playing up. But uh, did you watch much of that? I found myself not having action on it, not watching, and just I kept seeing the score and be like, I don't, I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> no, I didn't watch much of it, uh, other than uh, you know, kind of getting, getting the sense that uh, the run defense for the Chargers is a massive problem, um, and you know, the Chargers were missing half of their defense, so That's you know, some of it injuries, some of it COVID. They should be back. Um, either way, I think this is still an overlook. I played the over at a much better number than 46 and a half what is that what it is market-wide right now oh, this is on its way up okay all right um so it's i got a good scooting. one here it's, it's uh, uh yeah i think anything under 47 this is a fair look to the over uh in general broncos offense matches up well against the chargers defense uh i think a lot of i think both of these teams just had weird kind of brain fart games last weekend and now you got to yeah the public. we talked about the broncos already i hated the game plan they will they have they have a couple running backs that work they're not great but they work and you should always be everyone should be able to run on the chargers fuck rex sexy rexy made him look bad if you can't if you can't muster a little more of the run game help drew lock out a little it'll be drew lock but and for that reason i'm out yeah Betting on Drew Locke to score me points isn't uh, something I want to do on a Sunday this late in the season. I agree with your take. The market agrees with your take. Okay. It's going to feel bad when this is like 32 nothing Chargers mm. and Drew Locke is just throwing the ball straight up in the air. <laughs> Hopefully he throws a 500. That point. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not my favorite look on the board, but I just, I didn't, I, I played it actually when I thought there was going to be more guys missing, but. Um, again, a bunch of the Chargers' absences on defense are not just COVID-related. They're actually injuries. Uh, and if all of a sudden Derwin James is going, then I guess that still helps the over because he'll probably have two pick sixes. But, yeah. Um, ultimately, did yeah. Did they? Uh, so did they stop him on that fourth and two, Dan? Is that what happened? Okay, good. I, I need to be betting more on college bowl games. Are you just like, running like God? It's all they're all working. Well, I'm just betting favorites and overs, and <laughs> like that's, um, that's working. Oh, nice. Uh, let's move on to Houston and the date, the fighting Davis Millses at the Rock and Trey Lances. Um, red hot, red hot team, and then Jimmy got hurt. And maybe this is this if this turns into. Oh shit, Trey Lance is good. This is going to be one of the funnest stories that we'll look back for years and years. But like, you remember when the Niners, it, it'll be like full on um, Big Dick Nick, where it's like, oh man, that sucks. Wentz got hurt. Like, this team was so good. And then, 
oh my god, like they're better now. They're gonna win the Super Bowl. Like, Do you think I don't that's believe that's in play. I don't think that's feasible. <laughs> okay, okay. I, what, I don't I mean, know. What... Like we have such a small sample of Trey Lance. I don't know if if I can properly rate this. I do think twelve and a half is too many, but I'm not I'm not running to back a, a Texans team that is at the height of their market right now. Yeah, they're at the height of their market, <laughs> which is just like are they? I think so, maybe. Okay. Like it's like oh, this is a well. Davis Mills played good for like a few weeks in a row. They've getting competent running against again against a really really bad rush defense this so, is trey lance's like, second start yeah is there any history of any player in the nfl making his second start as a 12 and a half point favorite it can't can't be a lot of them <laughs> <laughs> probably not right yeah i can't imagine this has ever happened before so uh, the last yeah, one was the last time that a guy making his second career NFL start was a double-digit favorite. I will look that up when I have free time. Somebody got a Houston plus 15.5. Good job. I agree with that play. I love that. Good grab. And, yes, <laughs> Patrick points out. Ryan pointed out it's a bad home field advantage. It's, it isn't. It isn't a good home field advantage. There's only a few left in sports, it seems like that. Mm -hmm. David Cully is not making a late run for Coach of the Year, Patrick. I might have mm -hmm. to mute you. I'm kidding. I would never do that. Um, OG. No, who's making a late run is the New York Knicks here. They've left their good players on the floor and taken the guys who are gassed out of the game, which is the right call by them. I think they're going to win and probably cover the closing line, which is a bummer for those of us who had some Knicks, uh, Knicks, uh, I mean some uh, some decent prices on the Pistons, but that's okay because we got the live Knicks in. Um, Pistons. All right, uh, let's talk about the Detroit Seattle game. <laughs> Um, so the Rams are heading to Baltimore. <laughs> this is another one. Like, if you, it looks like Goff is back. Tim Boyle is not good. It's good enough to beat, you know, or no, almost beat, almost beat the Falcons. He had a, they had a chance at the end, right? Let me ask you this: had a chance at the end. They had a chance at the end because of the fumble by the Falcons. Yeah. They kicked a field goal down seven. And it felt like it was because they wanted the cover, but not the win. See, he he was there. He's not practicing. It's still Wednesday. I think he plays because he's an idiot about that. He's going full uh, full Stafford on it, so he's questionable. The question is, does it really matter? I no, think it's probably no, no, no. it's a golf is certainly an upgrade from Boyle. Monitor that if you're the kind of person who is a sick, sick fucker who's going <laughs> to bet on the Lions Seahawks game. You know what the bright play? If you if you if you're if you're going to put my hand in the fire and say, "Give me a play, make a play on this game," I'll take the under. Yeah, Seahawks defense is playing better. Seahawks offense still runs themselves out of games. The Lions aren't going to put up massive points here. Outside weather potentially, uh, wet hands golf potentially, wet hands Tim Boyle potentially. Um, 
Oh yeah, Fire Ice. I bet that too. I forgot I bet that. Can't remember. Uh, that was a good that was, that was a, good a long one. time that ago. Was a long time ago. I think you Ooh. made me guess what this was, and I yeah. guessed incredibly low. <laughs> like nine and a half or ten and a yeah. half, or, and it was thirteen. Yeah, that's right. I've forgotten um, all about that. Great, great. Oh, yeah. call. I got a bunch Here, of here's another one, and I don't want to jinx this. But yeah. we bet we bet um Von Miller under sacks for the mm. year. Nine and a half in his first four games, he had like five sacks. I remember this. And then he went like eight games without one. Got one last week though, right? He got one last week. I, I was just running through old futures. That one is very live. At this very point. live. Very live. I just jinxed it. He's gonna have four this game, but it's fun. It's fun to have him. Well, I'm, I'm sure the the Baltimore offense they only got sacked like nine times last week. So. I, I think under 42 and a half is still playable in this. And if if you can make, are there 43s out there anywhere? Anyone got a 43? Ooh, bet online has 43 and a half in this total. I'll take a little piece of that. I'm going to go get involved in this under, I think. Okay. All right. I, let's move on. I like that. Uh, LAR, BAL. Rematch of a game we saw two years ago in primetime that ended 45 to 6. <laughs> and it could have been worse. It felt worse <laughs> than that. that was, um, uh... Remember that game? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the my, Baltimore my, Ravens my. have been involved in a few like that. Remember the absolute yeah. shellacking of the Chiefs? I do, yeah. And I then do. last year was it or whenever the Texans were good, they played the Texans and that game stayed under 48 because it was like 41 to 6 or something. Oh shit, yeah. Wow. We had that over and the Ravens did their part. Rough, rough, rough. I rem- so. Oh man. Oh, dude, that's that was a wild one. Yeah, we Rams, just needed one one more point by the Texans. They couldn't get it. Rams um, have been a tough team to evaluate because they they play very well at times to make teams look like, oh, this is a Super Bowl contending team. And then they have games where they look very rough, both sides of the ball. They look like the team that you described in this preseason as stars and scrubs doesn't work when you're able to take away the stars properly. Right. And or they get hurt, like the Baltimore Ravens mm-hmm. have. <laughs> um, the Ravens are still shorthanded in the secondary, although it looks like they're going to get some guys back. Clark, Chuck Clark, Jimmy Smith, uh, Young. Uh, Anything's so going to help. They'll get some guys back. They should be a little bit better uh, defensively. But the still, there's still one huge problem here, and that is that you have a quarterback in Lamar Jackson, who seems like you want to push him back out there. And the videos that I've seen, he looks very not well. Um, and at least not mobile. And that offensive line is atrocious. And you're now going up against Aaron Donald. So this is not good for the Baltimore Ravens offensively to compete in this contest. Um, and I think realistically, uh, this Rams three and a half is a little short. Do you think uh, Lamar plays? It seems like they're trying to force him out there. He was. I saw a video of him practicing. He looked like he was not excited no, to be on that leg, like not, but very much not. Yeah, and that's the thing. If he if he's not a threat to run, that's a Rams minus seven. Like, what are we what are we doing here? Like, if if he's a one dimensional passing player against a team that has a shutdown corner. Mm-hmm. And then probably honestly a decent enough. I mean, how do how do you rate how do you rate the linebacking core as far as coverage here? I don't think it's good enough to take uh, Andrews. Better than, 
it's yeah. above average. Above I don't average. think it's yeah. good enough to take Andrews out of the out of the. No, their weak you know, their the their weaknesses. If 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 the if the if the Ravens were one hundred percent in this game, this is Ravens all the way because they're are they're getting their run is working. They're running it yep. down their throats, and the Rams are on their heels. Um, if but they're not one hundred percent at all. Their offensive line is sus, and honestly, it's the Baltimore Ravens are probably better off with Huntley, considering what we've seen from Lamar in terms of injury status uh, and yeah. his mobility. Um, if he's in any way limited, uh, it's uh, it's probably bad news in terms of sitting duck in a pocket and I'd rather have a comes Huntley, anyway. healthy Huntley. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think the Rams should have their offensive line at more closer to full strength, which is huge. Um, that's going to make this more of a uh, a back and forth. You know, that'll that'll make this more of a you know we can now give Stafford time. He can pick on the secondary a bit. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think just in general, the Rams cover this number. I would have made this closer. I would have made this a six and a half point game personally. And I think I've been only, I'm only half staked right now on Rams three and a half. Cause I'm in the back of my head, hoping that they put Lamar, they say Lamar's in and the market reacts and moves it to three. Do you think that I'll get that? I would love that. That'd Do you think hilarious. that'll happen though? Like realistically, like if Lamar is announced in, is the number going to move towards the Ravens a half point? So doesn't this feel like one of those halfway points? Yeah, where, but at the same time, it shouldn't be. Like it should I not get, be. Like, right, no, right. Those, it's so wrong. You, you have, yes, yes. You have Lamar, former yes. MVP, and then you have backups who maybe are a little mobile, but it's again the Mike White reference I made. Sometimes they get figured out after a couple games with some tape on them. Of course. So there should be a halfway point between those if Lamar was healthy. Yes. Now, Lamar, a healthy Lamar is not a thing that's happening. Hurt Lamar is probably pretty close to healthy Huntley at this point, especially because he takes such a hit in his skill set and his level of dangerousness when you make him one-dimensional. In fact, it might be worse than a Huntley. So taking a midway point between like six and two, however you want to phrase this, it shouldn't be equal both ways because you're crossing a three. But taking a midway between like six and two and a half, at this feels wrong. And if Lamar is announced in, I will gladly take the Rams at three. Okay. Um, God, dude, Alec Burks can't miss tonight. He is 30 I don't know points. Is. He is a New York Nick replay. He is a New York Nick bench player. Uh, and he is utterly on fire. What does this statistic line look like? 11 of 15, four of six from deep. Good Lord, dude. Um, and that, wow. that's the thing. And this is the, the other half of the equation is if you don't think Lamar's, going to be announced in oh you like the rams one. oh if you like the rams you should bet it now because yeah, once he's so. announced out it probably jumps up it's not super important points but a three and a half still better than four and a half guys yep yep man Alec Burks and then also the, the next, so yeah, the west coast teams playing in the early spot has really not been an issue for the mm -hmm. last couple of years now, that is starting to work its way out of being an angle at all. It's not a not a great travel spot for them, but even these back to backs for teams, I think teams are just getting so much better at traveling and accounting for this. Whereas back in the day, they didn't even think about shit like this. It was just like, where's the city we have to go to? Let's get into our plane. I'm trying to think of an airline that doesn't exist anymore. Pan American, Pan American. Yeah. Every time I every time I see uh, uh, Catch Me If You Can, great film. 
good. It's a good one. Um, okay. So, one more. Rams. One more. Uh, okay. Minnesota. Green Bay. Six and a half. I like the Packers. Uh, they have not been spectacular of late. They have not been covering cleanly. Um, in fact, they have been playing with fire. Uh, it's been a little, little bit of a dangerous... Um, it's been a little bit of a dangerous uh, game that they've been playing with their opponents. Um, however, realistically, this is still a team that uh, is getting healthier defensively, um, providing time for Aaron Rodgers to operate, and uh, has Devontae Adams, who the Vikings can't cover. Uh, Vikings are going to be outside in the freezing cold um, with their playoff hopes diminished, dashed, whatever. Um, this is a, uh, a bad spot for them in a lot of ways. And uh, I know that people will talk themselves into Vikings and that this team is dangerous and that they have Justin Jefferson and that they're going to, um, you know, this is their Super Bowl. Uh, I don't care. They're, they are. And Justin Jefferson absolutely feasted on this defense when they played in the first game. But what you really should look for is both of these defenses don't stop the run very well. Both of them are super susceptible to the run, and both teams have good run schemes. The Packers have, I mean, if they want to use it, they have a couple good running backs. They have a good, smart coaching staff, I believe. The Vikings lack that. I worry about that part of it. Sure. Um, For sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I really would love to bet the Vikings here, but... I just again the way Green Bay is playing right now, the fact that it's in Green Bay, yeah, feel into the IR. If they if they want to just really key in on taking away Jefferson and Minnesota isn't smart enough to just run the ball a lot more than they should, and you know, especially Minnesota playing from behind. So the, the advantage for Minnesota would be they could and will be able to run the ball on Green Bay. What happens in this game more likely than that? Green Bay gets out to a lead. Minnesota starts throwing the ball more, putting their offense at a disadvantage. They should be running the ball more, even if they're behind, because that's where they should be able to take advantage of this defense. Putting Kirk back there to get roughed up is not going to be your best case. So Minnesota from behind is not something I love here. And again, on the other hand, if Green Bay is up 10, 14 more, like I just said, Minnesota can be run on. Green Bay should be able to sustain drives. Green Bay up is probably an underlook and a live Green Bay look, really truthfully. So staying away from this, and yes, this would be and this would be massive. Jair Alexander, possibly. Yeah. He's been he's been in the tweets and in the blurbs for like three, four weeks now. It's coming. Someday it's coming. I would like to see him get, I mean, this is like in the same sense that like, this is, I mean, this is, you know, you, you can talk up whatever motivational angle you want on the part of Minnesota here, that this is their Super Bowl, blah, 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 blah. This is the Viking. I mean, this is the Packers uh, tune up game. Like they've had a couple of lackluster performances. They got a bunch of guys back. They're going to be at full strength in this one. They need to, to, they need to play. They need to put a good performance on, uh, on, you know, on tape so that they can feel, you know, the confident, particularly uh, if they hope to get the one seed. And that's this is a hugely, um, you know, it's a huge uh, leverage for them to have the one seed if they want to go to the Super Bowl because uh, obviously a home, uh, you know, a home playoff game at, at Lambeau is a lot better for 
their playoff chances than having to go on the road, um, especially in an NFC that is top heavy with uh, dome teams and warm weather teams. So uh, I don't think we see Bakhtiari again this season. It seems like that's uh, kind of he's on the Mitchell, Mitchell uh, Schwartz path of uh, ultimately does not play. Um, oh, boy. Pistons missed the three. I swear to God. Don't cover. No cover. All right. Knicks Pistons is a wrap. Uh, Minnesota Green Bay is a wrap. I, I laid the six and a half of the Packers. Not my most confident look of the week by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, again, I do think you're going to get a more c- complete performance out of them this week than we've seen in the last couple of weeks. Uh, and uh, nothing positive I can really say about what's going on with the Vikings right now. What's your read on the Vikings right now? And where do they go as a franchise from here? They they need to, and I do like their front office. I, I think I think that's fine. I think they've done well with um, drafting. They've done okay with free agency. They've made some weird blunders. That trade for the kicker with Baltimore was weird, but um, kicker kicker's been an issue. But they they definitely need to get a, a new head coach, new offensive coordinator in there. They have too much talent with Thielen, Jefferson, Cook, Madison, even the tight ends. And they have way too much offensive firepower to be wasting it with a defensive-minded head coach and a fucking, you know, what? It, what's the what's the word for it? Ah, oh, man, the word is escaping me. When you hire someone based on favoritism rather oh, than well, uh, nepotism, nepotism, a yeah. nepotism hire in Clint Kubiak, like, hey, you you have a good last name, like we know that name. That's an important name around here. You were born here, actually. When you're when Kubiak was coaching for the Vikings like 25, 30 years ago or whenever, so the, the, they need to just clean house probably both coordinators and uh, I don't, actually maybe not the defensive coordinator. Fucking let him have a job. <laughs> Dan popped it into God. Just tip of my tongue with that one. So if, yeah. I think I think Vikings live for a, a playoff team next year with a new coaching staff. What do you too, too much you, talent? Cousins comes back. I don't know about that. I'm not sure if it matters. I think you can replace him with a number of guys, despite him having a good year. I don't know if he's having a good year despite himself because of all those weapons I named. Yeah. You get a Justin Jefferson, you're going to be fine. Um, in general, uh, the Russell Wilson in purple. What? Yeah, whoa, whoa. Yeah, in general, the future for the Vikings should be pretty positive if they can move on like it's obviously it's a uh, an organization that is doing a lot of things the right way in my mind uh short of the head coaching position um so that will be fascinating to watch that play out uh we should probably touch on Monday Night Football since it's so consequential in the AFC North um I didn't bet it I think three is basically the perfect number but would you believe three that if chalk if chalk holds Bengals lose this week, the Browns win this week, and the look ahead for week 18, the primetime game would be Bengals-Browns. And the Browns can win the NFC. And the Browns are currently favored on the look ahead. Actually, the Rams also need to beat the Ravens. So basically, we need Chalk to prevail this week, and the Browns are going to the playoffs if they win at home against the Bengals as dog as small favorites. Yeah. I don't know. Josh, I, I like your look. That's not a bad little pun. I'm going to throw some cold water on here. And this is not a reverse jinx attempt. It's not happening. 
Don't talk. Don't don't. If you have an AFC North ticket on the Browns, that you're just like, I can't believe this. You have might so act- much Browns exposure. It's, you have to do this. I mean, I'll blame. Don't. You. It's it's over. It's Baker Mayfield. He is he is the anti clutch. It is so. It is when you know this guy and his ability to read a defense and make the correct play, make the correct decision. It just isn't there. He is, and the longer, the more familiar your opponent is with you, the more they are easier. They're easier. They are able to expose you. And you're going up against now a, an experienced coaching staff with Tomlin and company. You're going up against Ben at home, Monday Night Football. His last home game is a Steeler. Like get out of here. Like it's over. It's ending. Oh this man, week. it's over. Need to wipe tears away with a ter- <laughs> terrible towel. That's the thing. Like yeah, Baker. So here's what happens: Baker loses badly on Monday Night Football. And yes. then absolutely lights up the Bengals. <laughs> and the Ravens go to the playoffs. In a, in a meaningless game. Just just crush the Bengals somehow. That's classic Baker. It would be. It really would be. Um, so I'm not I, getting yeah. my hopes up. It's over for the Browns. The Browns are done. Browns are dead. Um, they're put throw some dirt on that team. It's over. That's a bad um, game. I don't want to watch that game. We're going to have one? to, though. Browns, Bengals. Cleveland, Cleveland at Pittsburgh on a Monday night. God, what? Just put a fucking Bears game out again. Why don't you? You want to watch Bears Giants instead? No, I, I'd take that back. <laughs> oh my God. And here's a callback. Yes. We did not. That never stuck. Nah, people didn't people didn't buy in on Chunt. <laughs> good. That's good. I'm glad. My God. So all right. Hey. The Browns well, are going to win their division next year because their schedule is going to be so much easier. Baby shit soft. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So their schedule um, is hell normally, this year. Yeah. Normally, um, I'd say we'll see on Thursday. No more Thursday night games. No. We'll be back till Sunday. Maybe we'll, I don't know, one of these weeks. There's not even we'll a good some, NBA game to do a halftime show tomorrow. I was going to say we should do some NBA stuff. That'd be fun. We did a little off the air once. Brooklyn, um, Philly play. Secret pod play team total. We didn't David do a Duke team Jr. Total. might be back for Brooklyn. Uh oh, secret pod fortunate play. name. Ooh. Uh yeah. Uh here are some options. Are you ready? Yes. Detroit under 17 and a half. Uh LA Rams over 23 and a half. Uh Cincinnati over 21 and a half. Um, Tennessee under some number that I don't have in front of me. God, I like the I like the Rams one a lot. Okay, this feels like such a good spot for them. Raiders over seventeen and a half. Uh, That's a fair fair call. Buffalo over twenty eight and a half. We're getting we're getting some steam for the Rams in the chat. Half New Sam. England over twenty eight and a half. I looked at that a little. I thought about that. Oh, man. Hmm. Hmm. It's the Rams. It's the Rams. We'll go okay. with the Rams. We'll let you Rams. guys have it. Rams. Only yeah. only if you do a thumbs up, though, and make yep. your friends do a thumbs up. Have your wife log on to YouTube and do a thumbs up. Ooh, that's a very nice thing. Um, dude, Oklahoma just does not want to score in this game. Weren't sure. y'all gonna go over the correlated parlay? We we did the one. The There's other one. There's two. We... There are two of them. The yeah, the, uh... the one that I think is good. Good is Dallas money line. Yep. Uh, Rams money line. Yep. 
Seattle, week 18, plus five. Yep. And and then the other one would be the Chiefs to win. Chiefs to win. The Miami Titans to, to win. lose. And then you could bet against the Denver. Chiefs against you, get, Denver you get Denver plus, plus three. Plus three. Yeah, plus three, week 18. Yeah. Those are the two that stand out. Uh, I could also be talked into um, uh, adding San Francisco week 18 to the uh, to the first correlated one because the Rams would have clinched the clinched the NFC West. Stafford, yeah, the the zigzag theory in the NBA playoffs is dead. It's moved into Stafford. Stafford zigzag, zigzag is the thing. Stafford. Zigzag Stafford. I like so. it. All right. All right, best of luck. Thanks to everyone. Did you lay the uh, chocolate? I just ran out of things to say, Dan. Thanks to producer Dan. Thanks to Betsperts. Thanks to WinBet. Thanks to all of you guys for watching. Thanks. Did I lay what? Did you lay the points with the Sooners? No, I took the over. Not a great start. Oh, really? I didn't know it started. I haven't watched any of it.